0: Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, we were invited to the judging for Beta Birdwood. I thought that was
1: really nice of uh, Paul and the crew at the National Motor Museum to invite us. They said they would have us along uh, because we haven't had Beta Birdwood for a while.
0: But just to be invited, I thought, was quite special. Not, but I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect either. Number one, I, f- I thought first that we might have been judging something, but well, I thought, what are we going to judge? We don't know.
1: Number one, that's why I read the first invite. Then I noticed there were two invites, one to participate in the beta Birdwood, which we'll talk about on another podcast. But the other one was actually to be part of the judging or see how the judging ha- ha- uh, happens, which I thought was going to be excellent because we'd just come back from Motor Classica. So I thought, let's go and have a look.
0: And it just happened to be at these grounds in the, not happened to be, it's at the Migration Museum grounds, which is behind the University of Adelaide. Fantastic grounds.
1: Heart of the city. First time ever we've used those grounds. And in speaking with Paul, he said that he wanted it to reflect the era of the vehicles. So old buildings, old cars, People were dressed up, you know, to the era, which we'll talk about also. But that's what he always was a, a envisaged for the event, was to have these old heritage-listed buildings, and there was no better It, it was location. a great setting. Great setting. So, so they are going to use it now, Mick, for the next three
0: – I mean, it's locked in for the next three years, definitely going to be there. And so they should, because it is a great setting. The One of the main old buildings is the old police building, Barracks or yeah, police. police station and yeah. police barracks that was there that was great and, and it th- looked like they might have had some old horse stables uh, horse stables. stables behind it. Uh, look, I thought it was a great setting and luckily the weather was good too. But it's like I like they had uh, that three different areas for the cars to park. One we
1: couldn't use uh, because of a wedding that had been pre-booked, but next year they'll be using it, uh, is what Paul was telling us. But the different locations, it's almost like you made your way in through a little English village. You know, little cottage, and right in the buildings. heart of the city. Great, it was just great. You know what? I've actually never been in that. I've been to the university on the other side, so have but I. never made my way to those grounds on that side. Yeah.
0: So, so when we entered, it was it was certainly well set up. They had you know your entry, you had your name, you sort of crossed off your name, you get your name tag and things like that. But also the the first lot, which is at the lower level, had the vintage cars or the veterans veterans, I suppose the nineteen oh nine Stanley steamer how good was that? Oh, unbelievable. I mean, the detail, the instrumentation, the gauges, the but uh, all those cars at the beginning,
1: that first lot, were just immaculate. Well, no, apart from the two trucks. The two trucks were, were all, a
0: lot were just preservation, I think. Yeah, I original, would say, but all those and, other cars were immaculate. Well, we also had the two electric vehicles for the first time. Yeah. yeah. So there were two electric vehicles, and they, uh, for them to be judged, they had to be classic cars. Yep. So they couldn't be modern electric vehicles. So and you had to keep it uh, authentic to the period of the car
1: as much as you can. Yeah. Correct. So
0: even internally, if you had a, you didn't want a push button for start. You wanted a toggle switch for a start. So yep. they wanted to keep it looking from the outside as if it was a normal. So classic pretty much,
1: they removed the engine and just replaced it with all these electrical batteries and stuff like that. Mate, some some unbelievable detail.
0: Yeah. Look and. You know the owners. I spoke to one of them, which was Matt. I keep calling him Warren, mm. but one was Matt with the BMW. The the detail and the the time they've taken to make it what it is. So and what he? Do they went, he they've... went to Germany to actually look at the stuff back then, and that's what got him the idea. So he used the Nissan Leaf electric vehicle information. But what do they do? They take the
1: engine out, obviously. They leave the drivetrain because you need to leave the drivetrain in. The axles well, and all that, but just replace the motor with an electric well,
0: motor. Well, I'm not sure because the drivetrain because they were rear wheel drive, but it might back might be front wheel drive now because the electric motor might drive the front. Might drive the front, but I don't know. Yeah, that shouldn't. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway, but that was there was awesome. And then the judges start. How so the cars come in pre fifties were
0: the first ones, the veterans and the vintage. Uh, which we missed really. The, the we m- saw him going out. That's yeah. the only thing we saw him going out because we got there about you know quarter to ten or so. Yep. By the time we mingled a little bit, we we missed them, but uh, we did see him going out, and we saw the other ones coming in. The yep. post fifties, post fifty, which were uh, not period, yeah, post fifties. But they there was a certain section. Yeah. There. So there's there's a couple of classes. There's one is for the concours, the elegance, and then also the preservation. Yep, preservation. So That's, preservation. That's preservation what we saw. preservation. So they're the main ones we saw. We just missed the ones before. Yep. But in the preservation award and and one of the winners was the uh, Volvo 780. Yeah. Which Lef- we looked at, at left-hand drive. Not only left-hand drive, drive. And I think they okay. mainly the- only came with left-hand drive. Manual? No, it wasn't a manual, it was an auto. I thought it was a manual. No, that one's an auto, a Volvo. I mean, yeah, yeah. And also, it was a Bertone design.
1: Yes, that's right. The so I'm not
0: sure how many he designed, but that was a Bertone design.
1: But one thing that I loved, and I, I didn't really see that Motor Classic too much with my, uh, many of the cars on display, all this preservation and everything you saw in on on we saw on Saturday, they had the original pamphlets from the sales leaflets. They had the newspaper articles that they were advertised. There was that much
0: history that went with these cars. It was fantastic. Yeah, even the billboards on front, in front yeah. of some of the cars. So they went to a lot of effort to make it period, you know, with all the period information. Or the Ford Ute. And but the had, Ford Ute had all the picnic table and, and that all sorts That went with the era of the car. Of the car, definitely. Right. And he was uh, one owner. Yeah. So he's had it from, you know, it's from new. And the, the other thing is, as well is these guys dress up for it. Yeah. So you get points for- how you dress up.
1: Well that's that was the other interesting thing in speaking with Paul. So you need to drive your car
0: to be judged. So it has to has to drive in. And not only yeah. that, has to make yeah, when you say drive in, has to make it to from the Beta Birdwood. No, yeah, but it has to drive in to part one. Then it gets judged. So that's what Saturday was. All right? Yes. Then for the
1: following day, it then needs to make the trek, Beta Birdwood, and finish. Otherwise you, you, you can't otherwise can't win. you definitely can't win. And then if you wear the period correct clothing that goes with your vehicle is points also.
0: Yeah. So because they've got that there's sort a of lot situation, effort. there's a lot of effort that people go to correct, to make sure they do look period correct.
1: Now, you know, uh, well, we we'll are speaking about Babehood, but over 1,600 cars entered, right? And they, they all didn't make it. And, you know, coming home, I don't know if you noticed a few, a few on the side of the road trying to get up there. So it's a
0: fair effort for some of these old cars. It, look, it's... Look, and I think by the the sounds of it, these people have been doing it for years. Like that steamer, uh, he's done it two or three years and never made it up. Yeah. He finally made it up this time. Uh, But look – you know, it's amazing because, you know, we looked at Motor Classica and there was, I don't know, 100 vehicles, 300 vehicles, whatever it was, but this is huge. It's huge. And and it's also, it's part of the historic motoring in, in South Australia. So this was, this came about, the first time they had it was 1980. Yes. 1980, and that was, and that was judging 1950 and pre-1950 50 cars. cars. So basically that's what we would have called classics. So that's 30 years, so it would have been classics and maybe veteran or vintage. Yep. But these people look like they've been going to this event for years. For a, hundred, a long, long time. You know, so, look, I, like, I, I was pleased that we went.
1: Well, I like the judging part, So because I asked what's the criteria on judging. You know, yes, we know about the clothing. They're the only concourse or only car judging show that actually include The clothing. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, so Paul said they're the only one that give extra points for judging. Driving in is now changed because Pebble Beach and the likes you need to drive your car in. In the past, you could just drop it off, if you recall. Now you need – the car needs to be driving, so we do that. But all the other rules and regulations are pretty much what they do at – in Venice, at Pebble Beach, at all the other – major car shows is the same judging criteria
0: yeah and so that's why paul was saying (coughs) that you know they trying to make this event the pinnacle event in australia and and also that if your car gets judged and wins certain points at this level then it could go at pebble beach or whatever the other events are but that was something i was going to ask
1: paul so if my car let's just say my car last week was in motor classica they use the same judging and I win car of show. That Mercedes the Mercedes Benz. Right. Yep. The Mercedes Benz that we know won Car of Show. Beautiful car. If I bought that to that should
0: then win Car of Show. Uh well, I don't know if they had Car of Show. They don't have Car of Show here. So, but uh, if, they concourse, did, if they did, you would expect so, however. And if I then
1: take that car to Pebble Beach,
0: you should win it there.
1: I should win it there, shouldn't I? Or be judged in that same level. Because if it's a concourse winner, platinum, whatever you want to call it, car of show, at one show and it's the same rules everywhere, shouldn't it
0: win the same award then everywhere? I would say no. Okay. And the main reason is because we are talking about humans. So humans will have different opinions at different times. And also, even though it's supposed to be judged on its own merits, they will look at it relative to the one next to it. If there's more than one. See, if there's, there's more than yeah. one, that's right. So, and on a on assume because of its uh, Goodwood or, you know, Goodwood Festival of Speed or whatever that revival is, or for a matter of Pebble Beach, then the quantity and the competition is higher.
1: Yeah. There's so, a lot more. There'll be a lot more of certain makes. Like the Stanley Steamer, there's much probably one here in Australia. Well. And you must probably have five. Side possibly, side, I don't right? know. I quick. So I've looked it's at
0: difficult. Pebble Beach, you know, some of the YouTube videos on Pebble Beach, and you know, the Pebble the the uh, Stanley Steamer has got
1: to be quite rare. It's got rare. 100% I wouldn't have been, I've got to do a bit more study on the Stanley Steamer and how many were made and things like that. But just the starting process. Did you see how the coals were still burning to keep the steam going to yeah, keep It's an warm? event just to oh. start the thing. Phenomenal.
0: The other thing that was good about you know, their rules and regulations in Beta Birdwood uh, judging is that if you win one year, you can't enter for a number of years. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it really? Yeah, there's a number of years you can't enter for.
1: Oh, so you can't win back to back to back to – No, oh. you cannot win – and that's why they had –
0: Past winners Past freedom. winners present. So they would invite the past winners to come. But you can't be judged. No, you won't be judged. That's good. Yeah, it is good because otherwise it you can imagine yep. it doesn't give, you know, the others any chance of winning. But And the amount of entrants from interstate. There were over 230 entrants from interstate. I was surprised about that too. That's well, huge. one of the guys in the truck came from New South Wales or something. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. So the award winners meet. The award winners, yeah. Let's go through the award winners. There's, uh, There was only four plus the electric vehicles, so five categories, I suppose. Yep. So post-1950, Concourse d'Elegance, was won by...
1: Simon Harrison with his 1966 Ford Cortina Mark One. They, hey, We all love the Mark One. But you see how good that car was? Yeah, it was good. It was. We're going to have some photos on Instagram and on YouTube of that car. Immaculate.
0: Immaculate. Um, one thing that... Uh, you know, I was thinking about, you know, when they judge these, now, do they judge it as in authentic as, as it come out of the factory or is it just judged well, on its own merit?
1: No, I think it's as it comes out of the factory. It's I'm pretty to, sure it should be. And the judges
0: are supposed to know about all that, well, all different well, classes. It's a bit like you with the weave of the carpet. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. You know.
1: But, you yeah, know, one thing I did uh, – we didn't mention, there were a lot of people there that, you know, you said they had the billboards in front of their car – how they said unrestored as is, but these some of these cars make look.
0: It didn't look unrestored,
1: but what? At, yeah, what do they call them? Not period. They call them period correct. But they, they, they called them something else. Untouched, un. I remember, we spoke about uh, it
0: yesterday. Well, preservation yeah. is the preserved,
1: one. but untouched, unrestored. But these cars would look yeah. like they had gone through a nut and bolt restoration.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, one of them certainly did. That had the billboard. It that, was nineteen thirty something, and like, it looked great. I mean, the on. paint looked fantastic. The paint, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so the other one in the Concourse d'Élegance was the pre nineteen fifty. Yep. All right. And what won that one?
1: Michael Ferguson, who won it with a nineteen thirty two Chevy B A Confederate Moonlight Speedster. Yeah. So uh, how good was that thing? That was. That I thought for the. I picked that as one of my favourites of the day.
0: I thought it was just beautiful. Yeah. See, what was confusing for me, not so much at the you know, the judging because then you only had those. But the next day there were plenty of cars and you don't know which was supposed to be judged, which yeah, one correct. was judged. because and we now, saw
1: the ones – we, w- we saw the ones that came to the – no, yeah, well, wait a minute. You had to come to the parade grounds to be judged because the next day there's no judging. That's right. The next day is just your judging is
0: yeah. did you make it? Tick. Are you yeah. dressed? Tick.
1: And that's that's right. The that's car exactly. got judged the day before. Yeah,
0: And then announced on the Sunday. Yeah. So then the uh, preservation award, which I thought this was um, this was the one see, that, never been restored or modified aka survivors well that's see, and I think that's a very good category because yeah. we talk about originality can only be original once well, once you've restored it, it's not original well, that's anymore. right you saw some that had the um yeah you know, the
1: interior was all. Peeling away or damaged or sun, but
0: that's how they want it. Yeah, that's it's how the preservation. So the Volvo that we mentioned before, the nineteen eighty seven Bertoni yeah. design seven eighty Volvo John Johnson. Now I suspect that, that those were never came to Australia. I no, think the no. seven eighty wasn't a car that came to Australia. That could have been a UK import. He may have bought it. Well, from- it's left hand drive though, so it might not be U- yeah. UK either. But I'm I'm not sure where they were. A went. European and, import, yeah, anyhow, definitely. Uh, but it did look good. Oh. I mean, very boxy. It's, a, you know, the Volvo of the period, very boxy. But, yep. uh And even when uh, Bertone designed it, it was still very boxy. So that one there and then. Hey, he could have won. Actually, he could have won Motor Classic.
1: He could have got awarded something in Motor Classic. It's interesting
0: because it could have been in the Bertone, Bertone section.
1: Yeah. But his it's, it's, Motor Classic are more about the restored. No, not really. Because they haven't got the preserved ones, have they? Well, they weren't there any. There I, any think there there were, I think there were. I think there
0: were. There's some that were actually probably the original from factory. In other yeah. words, non. In other words, preservation class. Okay. I yeah. didn't see any. Yeah. Well, there was a Ford XY. Remember the, the white Ford XY? That's apparently was as it was as when it was, it was built. Um, Geez, some of these cars are unbelievable. Yeah. Then the other one, uh, the winner for the uh, pre 1950 preservation award, the 1935 Albion. That was Michael Keogh's. You love that one. Oh, that was good. I thought that was good. But what was surprising is we mentioned before the two electric vehicles. Yep. Now, I don't know. I didn't look at them properly. I did speak to the you guy. Kept, you wanted the BMW to win. Well, the that. BMW, because it was a 2002, a 2002, I think they call it, rather than 2002. Yep. Now, he's a mechanical engineer. He did a lot of the work himself, except for the electrics. Uh, he was very, very passionate about BMW. And what what I asked him, I said, well, hang on, this seems like a, an odd vehicle to put an electric motor in, you know. Uh, I said, number one, I said, have you got all the original parts? I said, I won't sell them. I've got the original motor, matching engine number, all that. Yep. I said, oh, that's great. And so I said, well, why did, you, why did you change it? There was two reasons. One, he went over to Germany and there was some conference about BMWs and there was an electric vehicle and, you know, a classic one and uh, gave him the idea. And secondly, he had to rebuild his engine. So his engine was... It had to come out anyhow. It had to be done up. So he thought, well, why don't we do electric vehicle? So he spent a few years doing it and he just got it ready for this event. Wow. And not only that, he wasn't sure whether he's going to make the trip because he didn't know whether he had to recharge it or not on the way. Yeah, because
1: how many kilometres is it,
0: Peter Burtwood? Well, it's at least... 40, 50, yeah. you know, so – and he's never taken it on a long trip because he just got it going. But he made it. He made it. He did stop halfway and get um, – or so halfway and get it recharged. Yeah. Likewise, I think the other electric vehicle did. But both of them uh, – one said, I think the um, – the, what, what was the other one? The, the Barina. Uh, the Barina. That he reckons he, he only used 31% and uh, Warren in his BMW, he used about 50%.
1: Yeah. And so the winner of that category, Mick, for the Electric Vehicle Award, which, you know, there were only two entrants, but like Paul said, we're going to have a lot more in years to come. It's a fairly new category to win. was that 1985 Holden uh, MB Barina from Eric Rodder.
0: Yeah. So, so I didn't look at that too much because comp- I, I was know, always talking about the I know, BMW. I know. But the winner was the green yeah, one. It uh, was good. The number plate was pretty fancy. Yep. A plug-in. Yeah. won't forget the, uh, the number, number plate. plate. Look. I reckon it was a great event. I think also the hospitality they showed for the judges and the the guests, and Mick and Ori were invited guests, which we were certainly pleased about. It was a great event, and we look forward to it, probably be invited next year as well, but maybe we'll be as judges. We might have to learn up about some of these cars. 100%. Yeah. That was awesome. Thank you to the Beta Birdwood and to uh, Paul. Paul and his team. They've done a wonderful job. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to leave it there, Ori, and uh, remember, if your car's not a classic... It will be one day. Thank you.
1: Thanks, guys.